Hey, 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 welcome back again to the Back Road Dolphin Show. It is a very exciting Tuesday, March the 17th in Miami Dolphin Land. It's me again. It's Bark, your host of the Back Road Dolphin Show. And we are going to dive right into the craziness that was yesterday. The legal tampering period opened up, newly gear, not quite opened up, but This is probably the craziest legal tampering day I have seen in quite some time. And you know who made it crazy? You know who made it great? You know who made it fun? That's right. You're Miami Dolphins. That's who made it fun. I got a little excited there. So listen, in the past couple episodes of this new show, I had spoke of some guys that I would like to see come over. Uh, My biggest disappointments, Jerron Reed defensive tackle uh, that was with the Seahawks and Jack Conklin, right tackle for Tennessee. Those guys didn't make it over. And that is fine because let's talk about what we did. First off, we spent some money. We went hard at the front seven, first and foremost, with Shaq Lawson out of Buffalo, three-year, $30 million deal. We moved on to Kyle Van Noy, who's a massive get in my opinion. He was a standout for the Patriots. Brian Flores knows him well. One of the things that jumps out immediately, looking through the list of players that Miami have signed or will sign on Wednesday, is versatility. Kyle Van Noy is a very versatile linebacker, and I really, really am encouraged by some of the moves Miami is making to get Mid-level contracts, Van Noy was a pretty large contract, but mid-level contracts with some versatility added to the team, we we got some starters. So Kyle Van Noy, Shaq Lawson there on the front seven, uh, Manuel Ogba was signed today, uh, Tuesday, March 17th, two-year, $15 million get. That's not bad, $7.5 million. For a guy that is still young with upside who's probably not hit his peak. He's not one of the better players in the league, so don't get me wrong. But we wanted to go out and we wanted to sign guys with upside that still had youth on their side. Ogba fits the bill. Shaq Lawson fits the bill. Van Noy, I believe, is 29. He got a four-year, $51 million contract. Shaq Lawson's was three-year 30 million, nice mid-level deal. 10 million a year is a little bit for, you know, a, a guy of Shaq Lawson's caliber. But we didn't go out and spend more than double that on a Jadavian Clowney. Yes, he would have helped us, but we've got to build smart. So Clayton Fadegulum, Fadegulum actually, not Fadegulum, Fadegulum. Oh man, I feel like the Fadegulum virus is here. Okay, so Clayton Fadegulum. Three years, $8.5 million. This guy is versatile as well. Special teams guy. I think Miami could be surprised at what they got in him at safety. Good backup safety with potential for more. So that being said, Lawson, Van Noy, Ogba, Fajetalum, uh, a solid get on defense. And then the big get, Byron Jones, another versatile player can play corner, can play safety. We're probably going to play him at corner. But I do wonder, after giving him five years, $82.5 million, Xavier Howard truly could be on the trade block. This this would free up a massive contract 
Xavier has had some injury issues. He's had a few legal issues. After signing Byron Jones, I am a little more on board with possibly trading Xavier Howard and then free, which frees up even more money to the fact that we could probably bring in Chris Harris and maybe Trey Waynes at quarterback. So would it be worth it to trade a talent like Xavier Howard to free up even more cap space and maybe sign more depth? I think so. Like the aspect of having Xavier Howard and Byron Jones at corner is pretty exciting. But if Xavier Howard can't stay on the team and be part of the culture, maybe it would be a good idea to rid that massive contract, bring in a couple cornerbacks. Like I said, Harris, Trey Waynes, two guys I think would be nice signings. Uh, Chris Harris probably wouldn't be too much of a downgrade. He's still got some great football in him at 31. So Xavier Howard, that might be someone we look to move. I, I think it might even be the smart move. Now, as far as who else is out there that we might be able to lure in, we still need offensive line. Eric Flowers was signed yesterday. A lot of people see the name Eric Flowers. They think bust. Yeah, he was. At the tackle position, he was a bust. But we signed him to be a guard in this offense. He played guard in Washington last season, and he and the light came on a little bit. Not an all-pro year, but the light came on in his first year at guard. So his second year at guard, under the tutelage of, of this Flores coaching staff, Eric Flowers could end up being one heck of a bargain at the three years and $30 million that we paid him. Miami's loving the three-year $30 million mark. So just to round that out, let's go through the list. Shaq Lawson, Byron Jones, Kyle Van Noy, Eric Flowers, Clayton Fajetalum, Emmanuel Ogba, all signed by the Miami Dolphins within the last 24 hours. To, to me, this list makes me want to say, you get a defensive end, you get a cornerback, you get a linebacker, you get a guard, you get a safety, you, no, no, not, not everyone. I was getting ready to say everyone gets them. Everyone doesn't. A lot of teams are playing it way too safe in free agency. So many teams have not even made a move. Meanwhile, Miami takes advantage of their cap space, has added one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that can help them out. 11 on offense, 11 on defense. We've signed seven guys that are upgrades over seven guys that are currently on our roster. So to me, so far, free agency is looking good. Next on the docket, in my opinion, I do believe it's time to go out today. I hope the next signing that comes through is Connor McGovern. Uh, he's a guard-center combo. We can plug him in at center, and then all we really have to draft is a left tackle in the first round and use some later-round picks for depth on the line. That that's, that's my top priority on the list right now. Or Ted Karras out of New England. He is the same kind of versatile guard slash center. Either one of those guys would make me extremely happy about this free agent class. Robbie Anderson is still out there. I do think it wouldn't hurt to kick the tires on a few receivers. Anderson, Brashard Perryman, like the team is coming together. Why not go grab a few more mid-level guys that can play better than some of the guys we already have? We do still need safety help. 
Ha Ha Clinton Dix is out there. Carl Joseph, Sean Davis, three names that I like as mid-level guys. And I believe Joseph and Davis could be brought in at a little below mid-level. So Demarius Randall is another guy out there at safety that looks really intriguing to round out this free agent class. Adrian Phillips. This Adrian Phillips might be the best name of them all because, again, versatility. Adrian Phillips has done a lot of things on the football field. He could be a great get for a team that, that's looking to go versatile, that's looking for toolbox players, guys that can move around, create mismatches, create headaches, create confusion. Adrian Phillips is one of those guys. Another guy, an outside linebacker, because we haven't sunk a whole lot in there yet, depending on how they want to play some of these guys that they've signed already. I imagine Ogba and uh, Shaq Lawson will be on the defensive line. So Devondre Campbell, another super versatile linebacker that could pay huge dividends for Miami. Imagine having Van Noy on one side, Devondre Campbell on the other, with Jerome Baker and Raquan McMillan in the middle. Our defense all of a sudden is looking quite scary from one, one free agent class. Leonard Floyd, another guy just cut by the Bears earlier. That could be a cheap grab on some first-round potential like Taco Charlton panned out for us a little bit last year. He's a guy that's very interesting to bolster our defense a little more. But we do still need the line. So if Connor McGovern is not brought in or not even offered or talked to, Jermaine Effetti out of Seattle, kind of a disappointment, but he's young Another guy we could teach our system, maybe make a solid starting lineman out of him and would probably come at a pretty low price. He's another guy that I like quite a bit. And that pretty much rounds out today. These are the names on the list for today. Chris Harris, Trey Waynes, Robbie Anderson, Ha Ha Clinton Dix, Demarius Randall, Jermaine Effetti, Adrian Phillips, Devondre Campbell, Leonard Floyd, Sean Davis, Carl Joseph. Those are the guys I'm looking at today that I want to see if, if one or two of these guys get signed today, it's going to be a magical free agent class. In my opinion, Nelson Aguilar, last guy I'll talk about another mid-level low cost, possible, uh, upside player that Miami could look at to bring in. I don't know if they're going to spend much money on wide receiver, but Aguilar, if you let this free agency period shake out a little bit, Aguilar could be there without a team, without anyone interested, and he would be a nice, solid, upside, low-end buy. There we go. My wish list for free agency day two. I'm very excited. I feel like I might be missing something just recording this podcast for you because deals and news are coming out left and right. Cam Newton's on the trade block. I don't know if we would possibly explore that, but he is out there. Tom Brady not going back to the Patriots. I don't want Tom Brady. I hope that's not the case. That's not what we need or what we're looking for. We are building with young, versatile players. Throwing a 43-year-old quarterback into the mix might work for a year or so, but I feel like it sets back the overall plan. So I do believe we need to move forward with a younger passer. I wouldn't even be upset if David Carr somehow got traded into Miami. I mean, guys like Kirk Cousins are getting massive extensions. Teddy Bridgewater to the Panthers on a three-year, $60 million deal, getting Derek, Derek, David, Derek, David, I do this on the Back Row Fantasy Show all the time, getting Derek Carr 
would not be the worst thing in the world for a team that's starting to put the pieces together. So I'm still very intrigued to see what goes on the rest of this free agency period. I know I'm not talking Dolphins, but you do have DeAndre Hopkins going to the Cardinals. That was the biggest story from yesterday. What the hell were, were the Texans thinking? Like, Stephon Diggs nets a first-round pick and more, and you trade away DeAndre Hopkins, a 27-year-old receiver at a, at a solid contract for an old running back with a massively bloated contract and nothing, basically. That's second. If they nail the second-round pick, it still doesn't make a lot of sense. But who am I? I'm not a GM. Anyways, free agency, day two. Dolphins off to a great start. I do not have the total cap number as of right now. If I get that, I will tweet it out at BackRowFins, F-I-N-S. I'll tweet out what we got left, and I'll try to break it down and figure out where that money should be spent. But thanks for joining me yet again, and it's exciting, exciting free agency period. Miami is not hesitating. They're spending the money. We still need a running back, so I'm waiting to see if maybe that happens too. I know we probably want to draft a guy like J.K. Dobbins, but it wouldn't hurt to bring a Jordan Howard in anyways. That's it. I ended the episode with Jordan Howard. How 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 terrible, how terrible of an episode is that, that the last guy I talk about is Jordan Howard. Thanks for joining me, guys. I will see you again probably next week, but if more big free agent signings happen, you'll see me sooner than that. We'll bring out an episode tomorrow if more big signings happen today because it's too damn exciting and it gets our mind off of the whatever the heck is going on in the world. Thank you, guys. I'll see you next time. Bark is out. Finn show is out. Have a good day. Stay safe.